Hello, everybody. It is me, WFA and the Kid, with a podcast today about the NFL. I know I have not been posting really at all. It's been over a month's break, and I'm going to try. I really am going to try. Hockey's coming back now. Um, one of my favorite uh, things to do podcasts about. I feel like I really get fired up with the Rangers. It's going to be exciting with Lafreniere, but today is about football. And happy holidays to everybody. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. 2020 is finally over. But let's get into the podcast. Football. We are coming up to week 17 of the NFL. Last week. Last Jets football that I will watch for nine months. And it's really tough because that is the biggest sports break of all the sports I watch that I have to deal with. It's four months of football, and then you're left with like an eight to nine month break, and the only closure you get in between that is some point you get the draft, so you get to at least see who your team got. But other than that, and you really don't have anything to get you through those eight to nine months. Um, And... What better place to start this podcast off than the New York Jets? A lot of people thought we were going to get Trevor Lawrence. A lot of people thought we were going to go winless. And we've won two straight games. And it's um, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Because you never want your team to really lose. But when you have a chance at a guy like Trevor Lawrence, you really want to get him. But, the big but to that is, last night, Ohio State versus Clemson, it was the Justin Fields show. It was not Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, after that first quarter, nothing. He could, he could not help his team get past Ohio State. And Ohio State was rejuvenated after what happened uh, in the bowl game against Northwestern. It's like it never even happened. And I, I just don't know how to... I, I don't know if there is an explanation for that, but it, it, just, it happened. We all saw it happen, and I was surprised. Clemson is one of my favorite teams in all of college football, besides Penn State. And that was just shocking to me. I thought that they wouldn't blow out Ohio, so I thought they'd have an easy time, even before the um, Ohio State versus Northwestern. And after that, I, I was pretty certain in my head that they were going to the championship against Alabama, which, of course, uh, not going in uh, too high expectations to verse the number one seed in the championship, but I thought they'd get there, and then it seems that no matter what Clemson can do, they, they, they try and hurt Justin Fields. That doesn't work. Trevor Lawrence, he can't be the whole team for you, and they have that running back. Oh, what's his name? I can't believe I'm forgetting his name, but he just dominated, simply dominated, and there was no, it was, it was just, it was hard to watch, honestly. I, I stopped watching towards the end of the fourth quarter. It was just, honestly, shocking. But the big implications that has for the NFL is, maybe it's a good thing the Jets don't get Trevor Lawrence, because after that game, who knows if, they probably still would have picked him, but who knows how he's going to be now. That's the last college football. If he should decide to go into the draft this year, that is the last college football game we are going to see him play as a Clemson Tiger, unless he returns for his senior year. Um, and th- it, it seems like getting Justin Fields isn't such a bad thing anymore. It seems like he might just be what the Jets need. 
But, of course, the quarterback isn't going to fix all the problems, but he might not be such a bad pick for the Jets to get. And the Jets are now uh, 2-13. and They had that crazy win against the Rams and against the Browns. They already had broken the winless season. A little less special. The Browns didn't have their top four wide receivers. The COVID really hit the Browns hard. And now... Cleveland finds themselves going into that week probably a week or two before thinking, oh, it's the Jets. It's the winless Jets. This is an easy win. Playoff locks. But now they go and they're versing the Steelers who are not starting Ben Roethlisberger. And even though it would take a lot to keep them out of the playoffs, there's still a chance that they don't see the postseason for another year, which would really be devastating for uh, their fan base after all the the years of devastation, the one and thirty-one over two seasons. That's just um, so hard for a fan base to stay loyal to a team that does that. And but those who have, I I really hope for your sake, even though I'm not a Browns fan, that they do find a way to make the playoffs because you really deserve it if you've stuck by the Browns for that long. You guys really do. And it is an interesting playoff picture in the AFC. You have, uh, what is it, one, two, three, four, five teams fighting for four wildcard spots? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have um, the four, five, six, seven spot. Those are four spots, five teams not guaranteed in. Of course, one of those teams will win the AFC South and be in at least one of them. And looking like the Titans is going to be that team, it would take a lot for... Uh, well, it would take the Titans losing and Indianapolis winning um, to have that reversed and Indianapolis win. But it looks like the Titans are going to make the playoffs. It literally everything would have to go wrong for the Titans not to make the playoffs. Every single result would have to happen that all the teams would win and they would lose that are fighting for the playoff spot. And that's honestly not going to happen. I, I don't think. Nothing's for sure, but I don't think that's going to happen. So, then the Jets have um, probably Adam Gase's last game. And I haven't even done a podcast since the uh, the, the Raiders uh, tragedy that cost a man his job. That is, that is either just he is that stupid or that is tanking at its purest. That is tanking at its purest. That play call. To be an all-out blitz on what would have been the either last or second-to-last play of the game. That is either tanking at its finest or or just pure stupidity. I that I was rendered speechless after that game. Oh, I, I thought after that game that the Jets were going to go winless. I thought if they can't win that game where there was literally what? Maybe one in a hundred chance of that being completed, usually. But when the Jets, oh, just anything could happen, I guess. But he did not deserve to be on the Jets after that. Greg Williams, it's it's one step to getting the Jets back on track. And Gase, you have not had a lot to work with. And last year, it was the Jets' best season in, like, three or four years. But still, there are, in my opinion... Um, better coaches out there that we could replace Gase with. But I don't know. Maybe they don't want to go to the Jets because why would they? 
they're like one of the worst teams in the NFL. Even if they did beat these two teams, they're still second worst record in the league. Locked into that second pick. Still not a good team. And they have a lot of problems. Have a lot of injuries. Usually not the luckiest team in the world. But uh, still stick by them. Hopefully that you could beat the Patriots for the first time. Uh, that that I could remember in a long time tomorrow. And it might be the last game for a lot of Jets. Frank Gore might be his last game. Might be Adam Gase's last game as the Jets head coach. Might be Sam Darnold's last game. Maybe that that's the that's the biggest question. I feel like it could go either way, Darnold or Fields. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. I'd be fine with Fields. I'd be fine with somebody else. But I mean, not just anybody else. But I'd be fine with them not taking Fields because maybe you give Darnold one more year, try and put some good people around him, see how he does with actually decent people to throw the ball to. You take away Robbie Anderson. I don't know what you expect for him to have nobody to throw the ball to. Uh, and then the offensive line that lets him get sacked and hurt. I don't know what you could expect out of him. But let's move to the other conference, the NFC. The other New York team. Well, the other MetLife team, the Giants. Um, Big game tomorrow. Giants versus Cowboys. And I am by no means a Cowboys fan, but I think... They are making the playoffs. They are winning the NFC. I I am pretty sure that they are going to win the division. I don't see how the Giants are going to keep them from winning. The Cowboys are hot. They want a playoff spot. And they don't have Dak Prescott, but they they found a way. After that loss to the Ravens, and I think it was week 12, maybe week 13. It was three or four weeks ago. Everybody counted them out. Last in their division. They needed a lot to go their way to make the playoffs, and now they are one game away from doing it. One win by them, one loss by Washington, you're in the playoffs. Simple as that, and I think they're going to do it. I do. Everybody was counting them out. They knocked off San Francisco, knocked off Philadelphia, got some wins, uh, several wins in a row, and now they're really in a position to to win this division as much as it looked like it was between the Giants and Washington since the middle of the season. Dallas has risen from the dead and I, I think they're a rejuvenated team that that I would not be honestly shocked if they didn't go out in the first round of the playoffs. Now I know they are an NFC East team. They have been dreadful all year but I see something in them that they could actually not make a playoff run. I think they could make it past the wild card round, past that first round of the playoffs. And I think they are going to make the playoffs because how could you expect a quarterback, not a quarterbackless Washington, but you you don't have Dwayne Haskins, you don't have Alex Smith. How could you expect the guy that, um, I don't even remember his name, that he played a quarter against Carolina. Um, But how could you expect him to put the all the season's hopes on his shoulders when none of it is his fault. He has not played the whole year. I don't see how you could expect to knock off Philadelphia that has Jalen Hurts, who is trying to prove to um them to the Phillies Philadelphia's to the Eagles, sorry, organization that he should be over once. 
And this is an important game because they have a decision to make with Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. Because Carson Wentz, after, if he has done so much for that city. And because he has one bad year, they just forget about him and they go to the rookie. That is not fair. He has done so much for Philadelphia. Their Super Bowl win, Nick Foles, yes, he did come in clutch at the end of the year. But they only got there because of Carson Wentz. And he has done so much for the franchise. And I think it is not right for them to be playing um, Hurts over Wentz. Now it's the last game of the season. You're done with the playoffs. Now you may play Jalen Hurts and let him have some experience. And But I think that Carson Wentz maybe could have gotten the Eagles a few more wins and have them in this playoff picture going into this week. Because when you have such a terrible division that you're in and you actually have a chance to make the playoffs, you don't go to your rookie. You go to the guy that has bailed you out years for years. He has bailed you out and he has been there. He has been clutch. He is a good quarterback. Even if he's not doing well, he is a good quarterback. And you cannot do that to him. He is not a backup quarterback. You cannot keep him there as a backup quarterback. It is time to decide Hurts or Wentz. And this is a big game for Hurts. You have to see if you could really keep a team from making the playoffs. Because if they beat Washington, they keep that team from making the playoffs. It's a big game. And even if the Giants fans do win, because a lot of my friends are Giants fans, I know a lot of Giants fans that are rooting for this team to beat Dallas tomorrow. Even if they do win, you have to wait till 8.15 Eastern time to see even the kickoff of the Washington-Philly game. And honestly, if you're a Giants fan or a Dallas fan and you win that, you're just going to be anxiously anticipating your whole Sunday, waiting for Sunday night to happen, waiting for that game to happen. Because that really just determines a whole division season. All the playoff hopes are on the line. Because three teams um, possibly could win the division. And it's going to be exciting. And then let's take a look at the wild card standings for the NFC. Very interesting. The Jets could keep a team from winning the playoffs. Yes, it is true. The Jets could keep two teams from winning the playoffs. Cleveland, probably the less likely one. Because they, it would take a lot for them not to make the playoffs. But then the Rams, who sit at 9-5, and five, couldn't bounce back uh, to beat Seattle last week. And now they're in a tough position. They have to win to, to ensure a playoff spot. If they lose to Arizona and Chicago wins, they're out. They are out of the playoffs. Even though how good they've played all year, how sure it looked that they were going to make the playoffs, they were 9-4 and four at a point, lost two straight. Uh, the Jets honestly could have keep you, kept you guys from making the playoffs. It's, it's going to be an interesting game, I think. Rams versus Cardinals. Both teams, um, Jared Goff, uh, of course, not going to be playing that game because of uh, the... A thumb injury, I'm pretty sure it was. And so they're turning to their backup, Wolford. John Wolford. Um, don't know a lot about the guy. I really haven't seen him play that much. What, has he taken a few snaps for them all year? But it, it should be interesting. Because those are the... No, those are not the two, but those are two teams. fight. There's three teams fighting for two playoff spots. Chicago Bears, LA Rams, Cardinals, and... Only two can make it. And really, whoever wins that game I is going to make the playoffs. The winner of that game is in. 
But it's a must-win for Arizona. If they don't win, they're already behind Chicago. Doesn't matter if Chicago loses to Green Bay. If Arizona can't win, they're done. If I had to pick a winner in that game, I would go with LA just because they do have, I feel like, more depth uh, in terms of players than uh, Arizona does. Arizona, you have Kyler Murray, pretty young team. You have your one receiver that um, is kind of like, all, honestly, all um, Pro Bowl caliber. One of the best in the league, in my opinion. But he, those two guys aren't your whole team. And of course, you have other good players. But really, on paper, the better team is the Rams, even without Jared Goff. Even though you're one of the few teams that lost to the Jets this year. And you really had no excuse, absolutely no excuse, on your home turf to lose to a winless team that late in the season. That is honestly a disgrace for the fan base of the LA Rams. And if the Jets keep you from making the playoffs, you will turn into the laughing stock. Because you're going to look back at that game thinking what you could have done differently to combat a winless team. And honestly, it's going to be an interesting Sunday tomorrow. A lot of football. Hopefully you guys, um, hopefully your guys' team isn't the Jets, isn't the Jaguars. Hopefully you have uh, something to interesting to watch tomorrow, something to hope for. And this has been WFA and the Kid. Good night, everybody.